Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cornering the Market from Collector's Corner. Uh, my name is P. I'm your host. You may know me online as at Aston Cloud or Aston on Twitter. Here's my Twitter handle in case you want to give me a follow. I'm joined by my great friend and co-host, Jared underscore pause. It's been a while, Jared. Welcome back. How are you? I'm been? back. I'm back. I'm done with business travels and vacation, my man. So happy to be here. Thank you for uh, not giving me the boot and uh, wor- welcoming me with open arms. Of course, of course, we'll never give you the boot. Jared is the founder of the 8NAP Digital Asset Fund. So if you're interested in getting exposure in your investment portfolio to digital art, uh, hit Jared up. And he's also the founder of 8NAP Art, which has sold their season one mint passes. So we're excited to see that come around the pipeline. And uh, just a couple of quick house cleaning things. This is a video episode. Check it out on YouTube. Please give us a like and a follow. That really helps us. Uh, and if not, don't worry, we also will have this out on our podcast for audio only. And we have a newsletter shown on the screen here on Substack. Check it out. Uh, that is going to have stories that are not found in this audio or video episode. And we've uh, added a $20 paywall to the newsletter to help support this podcast, $20 a month. That is 0.01 ETH, 1.2 ETH these days as prices have fluctuated. And finally, I know there's a bunch of tiers. Uh, I have started an investor-focused group called Collector's Corner Premium. That one is $100 a month for anyone looking to get investment-grade advice and build wealth while collecting digital art. Okay, all that out of the way. Let's dive right into it. Here's our Twitter. We'll talk about the vibe during this. Jared, what is the vibe out in the Web3 art market? You know, I... I would delineate between two different types of people. There are the the collector flippers and the the long-term holders. I think that the the sentiment amongst long-term holders is oriented towards how do I say this like optimism? And I think that if you have dry powder, which not a lot of people seem to have these days, you know there's some really amazing deals uh which we'll we'll talk about. I think the on the the more financially oriented individuals it's just slim pickings, but there's still opportunities. Uh, if you're if you're diligent enough and you surround yourself with good people, like Collectors Corner Premium. But other than that, you know, I mean, I'm 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 seeing, you know, we'll talk about it. But what one point is, you know, the harvest had a lot of sales this week, but it was a lot of people like weeding it and selling it for point one or point two profit. So I think that people are anxious to hold long term, uh, which. The good news there, the, the flippers are anxious to hold long-term. The good news is that, that presents lots of opportunities for those who believe in the space long-term. So I'm incredibly bullish. I feel like we've, uh, you know, we're, we're looking up the the hill for opportunity and just it's how you choose to capitalize it in this time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it does feel like the people who are here for the long haul are here for the long haul probably many of our dedicated listeners. Uh, the only other thing I'll add, uh, and I agree with you on the flippers, the only other thing I'll add is uh, we were talking about this a little bit off screen. I'm curious to see what happens with the flippers when, uh, or if I should say, PFPs continue to drop. They took a big hit over the past couple of weeks. 
board apes below 25 ETH. And that's just such a major point of focus for the NFT market. And so we'll be interesting to see how that plays out. If we get, you know, there are flipper types who are over there that come over to the art side, long-term holders who come over to the art side, I'm not sure. Uh, but I do think that uh, and the, the fact that Bitcoin and Ethereum have dropped in price is putting a little bit of pressure on the market, which is showing up mostly in low liquidity. The floor prices seem to have held up. So that's that's yeah, a, the final point on the PFP thing, and we should we should have a spaces or something about this. I, I think it comes down to incentives and what incentivizes people to to be holders. I think it's a being a founder and now starting to get the you know eight nap art going. It, it's something top of mind, and I think that that there will be case studies in hindsight about like incentives behind a lot of these PFPs. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about some art. What are you seeing on the Ethereum Gen Art side? So it's it was a really cool week to to see. There there was a one one that got my heart a little bit. There was a nine week sale on a Meridian, which was a newspaper or newsprint. And it just man, seeing that one sell was really, really tough for me because I've been pursuing one for a long time. But again, going back to what we're saying, amazing opportunity. I, I there was 21 harvest sales, which I thought was really interesting. Most of them being sold into Weath. And then an amazing Guide 3 Knight sold for 7.3 ETH. Um, and, you know, there's also on Memories, there's a beautiful smoke and fire sale around five. I think that that's a, in, in, it's an interesting floor there because it's fictitiously low. So I think that will be a buy that ages extremely well. But overall, uh, either no major, major sales. You know, there was a, a Fidenza sale and then unfortunately a Fidenza, the the revenue or the volume is up due to a, a stolen Fidenza. Sad to see, but you know, a lot of, I, I feel like consistent, not, not, not crazy volume, but like consistent volume across a lot of projects. I mean, five Meridian sales, four anti-cyclones, you know, and what was really interesting to me too is Singularity had eight sales. So it's consistently been, you know, purchased with the floor up 31%. So Interesting that this one is, uh, you know, kind of holding true. And then the, obviously an elevated deconstruction, the called the Achilles heel to collecting a, a curated series one through eight set. So it's cool to see people still showing interest. Overall, I'm still optimistic about this, man. And Jared, not, not to spend too much time on this, but I'm curious when you say that you believe the memories of Chilean floor is fictitiously low. Are you just seeing that there's, you know, two sales to getting up to 4.80, three sales to five ETH? So just a couple of people capitulating. Is that what you mean? Exactly. Exactly. I feel like, uh, so hence why that smoke and fire may look like a, a premium to the floor because the floor is low at 3.5. But, you know, honestly, after three or four or two or three sales, you're, you're back at a five ETH floor. And then all of a sudden that's a really rare palette for for the floor cost so and, and i get it that that forest palette's been on the floor and the person's been lo lowering it over and over and over again just doesn't seem to have the attention but goes back to again you can get some really great pieces if you're you're diligent enough absolutely absolutely and it's kind of the illusion of the floor price well awesome summary on the fx hash side Really not seeing a ton. There was a bit of a run on a bugged forest by Zanken, which is interesting to see. It does seem like the attention goes in waves. And, and really interesting, we have two like mega sales from there. So Le Monte D, big collector, bought this really nice black and white one, which honestly kind of looks like one that I used to own. 
Uh, wow, they really give you all the details, but nope, this person vented it. Uh, so a bugged forest, Zanken, uh, unsurprisingly leading the way on seven day sales FX hash. Looks like we had a dragon sell as well. Uh, that was a really nice one, but magical. And a couple new collections coming into play, like this Lonely Tree, Unpredictable Taco. I actually saw this one. Kind of a cool collection. But, you know, I'd say it's middle of the road volume for the bear market here in FX Hash. We have seven collections above 1,000 Tezos in secondary volume over the last week. So it's pretty dry. Uh, Tezos really hasn't caught a bid yet um outside of those blue chips which is pretty consistent with what we're seeing across the market so nothing crazy new here from from my read uh how about on squiggles squiggles i would say is a fairly standard week i mean the the volume is at 250.92 eth which ironically my line in the sand is 250 so right on point with uh, what i would consider an average week it's down from 352 last week, floor price is 10.2 down from 10.4. Overall, though, I'm pretty pretty happy that it's been able to hold up as well as it has. I think there's a like three or four, maybe five sales until you get to 11 ETH. And it's pretty thick from 11 to 12. But, you know, it seems like anytime somebody comes in, you know, undercutting, it gets consumed within a couple of days. So that 10.5 ETH is kind of where I'm you know, just monitoring pretty closely. Uh, and then, you know, 20 sales versus 28 last week. The the highlights this week, there was a 28-week sale on a pipe, which I found to be pretty crazy considering there was a couple market buys in the 40s recently. Uh, otherwise, good mix. Good mix of week and market buys. And then, you know, my fuzzy love, you know, there's a, a lot of fuzzies that were, were traded hands, a couple of them like flipped from flippers to to more diamond-handed individuals. But overall, I'd say a, a pretty standard week for squiggles. And, you know, it, it's it's just an affirmation to me of a, a good base that's being put in for this collection. Yeah, it's always nice to see a good week from squiggles since that's really a marquee collection in the generative art world and, and a good indicator of what might be going on more broadly and uh, so to see squiggles acting normal is, is always helpful uh, friendship bracelets is another one that i've been looking at um 16 ether in volume versus 17 and a half in the last seven day period uh it's it's quite low the floor is down it's actually up to 0.1 it was basically 0.1 last week as well so we'll call it flat 125 sales versus 107 in the last week in the last seven day period so that's improved and listings keep dropping a lot 1331 listed jared versus 1484 i haven't seen this low before 1331 is about three and a half percent so we're getting uh, quite thin here there you know so if there is a catalyst up it, it could move quickly yeah but, it's but but my yeah, my read on it is there's very little downside risk, or at least uh, relative again not financial advice, but relative to the upside potential. It, it just feels like there's a there's there's about to be a moment in my opinion, but that comes from somebody holds a, a pretty substantial bag. Um, but it, it just it, I agree with you. It's it's got the attention and it's it's thinning in a peculiar way. Yeah, and look, the thesis for friendship bracelets is. You know, if art blocks really takes off, um, then people will look at a good exposure to art blocks and friendship bracelets are, are a natural 
project that would be that. And they look great, which is which is key. We'll we'll talk about it. We're getting into an era of uh, really having high, uh, low cost, high supply art come out and so the it'll be interesting to see how it plays out so let, let's go ahead and move on to release recaps just one for today dendro by bjorn bjorn sorry i hope i pronounced that somewhat okay uh isakin so uh mr isakin <laughs> had a another project release on art blocks it's quite a while ago it's called strata it reminded me at least of meridian uh, but obviously had some distinctions there especially in the aesthetic uh, this was the next project came out just on Monday. I believe it was either Monday or Tuesday, uh, 275 pieces minted out at 0 0.05. It's actually 4X mint right now, 0.2145. And uh, they're actually really nice. Like I, I didn't pick up any of these, full disclosure, but I really like the variety. I think the art is soothing. Uh, I'm a fan. What do you think about this one, Jared? And uh, also, oh, I, sorry, one last thing I should say. To me, this just speaks to really nice art um from re released at a low price can do well as an investment and certainly it just it just feels nice as a collector to be like i can buy something for relatively cheap and not worry about it uh, and not feel like there's a competition to get it so um that that was my impression from it but would love to hear any thoughts you have jared this is a no-brainer to me it comes full disclosure my personal wallets hold a lot of the original strata project i'm a big fan of the artist um, they they have this kind of consistent geological type of uh, aesthetic, um, but overall, man, I, I think 0.05 was such a such a great uh, entry point for for something like this. And it's to me, I say no brainer, but beautiful art for 0.05. I mean, come on, like that that's all you could hope for right now. And I think it's absolutely it's good to see the market rallying behind uh, the artist and and at the same time the market rewarding great art so overall i'm 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 enthusiastic with this unfortunately i was traveling and didn't mint any so i'm gonna probably have to pick some up on this secondary yeah well they're still pretty quite reasonably priced so you didn't miss out too much and again that's that's what you would hope you know the the benefit of a bear market so that was the only release we wanted to recap next we'll hop over to some gen art news and uh, not a ton going on. So this isn't exactly news. It's a little bit of a hybrid of uh, you know upcoming releases, also great art, great prices. But I wanted to talk about Coinbase's on-base summer. And there are four brilliant generative artists, as they mentioned here, uh, that are opening up work to millions of new collectors. So the four collections here are Fractal Tapestries by Holger Lippmann. I'm just going to check and see how many are minted after we talk about these. Uh, Crypto Native by Melissa Widerecht. We also have A Thousand True Fans by Leander Herzog and Runaway by James Merrill. So all of these are open for multiple days. All of them are minting for like $10 or less. All of them created algorithms that were meant to have a large supply. And because this is on Coinbase, uh, it is potentially exposure to a new crowd and getting even folks who may not be crypto native, you can buy these with a credit card uh, to be able to get exposure to these. And the other thing that I find interesting is, as I mentioned earlier, really, really high supply. There's some rarities here. Really curious to see how the market treats these, especially with secondary action. So uh, I'm going to pause there. I know I said a bunch. Would love any thoughts you have on this, Jared. 
uh, you know, I'm a fanboy of James Merrill, uh, hopped on a, a spaces with him. I think this is an amazing, amazing project overall. I love the fact that people will get exposure through Coinbase. They don't need crypto. They can start to collect around it. I love the entry point is very reasonable overall. Um, the standout to me is James's project. Uh, it's not to discount anybody else's uh, art. I just, full disclosure, I'm just such a advocate of of James's art in general. So it, it comes with a clear bias, but Dude, I, I think this is awesome. I, I really, I, I applaud what, what Coinbase is doing, you know, obviously trying to promote their voice, their base second L second layer L2, but overall, man, I amazing art, attractive entry point. You know, I'm full disclosure going to be buying uh, a quite a number of, of James's pieces um, and try to, to pick off some on the secondary with more rarity. So hundred percent love it. hundred uh, percent on board with this. Absolutely. And it's great to see. We just quickly checking numbers, about 10,000 pieces minted across the four collections, all of them right around 2,500. So um, really great to see. I agree with you on the art. I'm a big fan of James. It's just my personal aesthetic uh, and the variety is put in. I really like this. Uh, I don't know what, what this palette is. Uh, Cityscape. Yeah, he's, he's got some cool palettes. So um, really fantastic job. Congrats to James and all the artists here. Congrats to Coinbase. I think this is going very well. And uh, hopefully we get a bunch more folks on here who can get onboarded to Gen Art and, and really get that experience of getting the random mint. So yeah, I look forward to that. a lot of people saying these one of these four were my first uh, generative art piece. I, I just think that there's such an opportunity to 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 have that and really, really appreciate what Coinbase is doing in that sense. Yeah, a hundred percent. They're they're you know we'll see how this ripples, but this is the type of thing that we need to really get a lot more people on board. Oh wow, this one's really cool too. Number forty-seven. I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go check these out as well. Uh, let's move on to some some more great art at great prices. The first one I wanted to highlight is September by Tyler Boswell. Uh, given the recent drop in the Tezos price, this collection is now fall fallen under our great art great prices threshold and it's in my opinion right there is a blue chip on fx hash uh just kind of got whipsawed by the the bear market a little bit um, but i really like the style i really like the sort of church uh stained glass appearance that's that's what it reminds me of and in great variety in this collection so wanted to highlight that one All right, next up, we have Ecstasis by Grant Osterling. This was a relatively new release uh, that came out in Art Blocks that gives me How You See Me by Lars Wander vibes, uh, but just really, really nice art, in my opinion, sitting at a, a, a 0 0.05 Ether floor, so very much so uh, great art at great prices, and I think there's some really nice ones you could find. You could probably throw almost any bid and, and get one of these. So I don't think you're restricted to the floor on this one. Then the last one I wanted to bring up was Flux by Owen Moore. This was an art blocks curated April, 2022. So kind of in the, the down market uh, time, but this is a really nice one. It has perpetual motion and there's some music to it. Really like calming, soothing art. Um, I guess it's not really, oh, you have to click on this now to hear it. That's what it is. Um, anyways, I'm going to stop that. So we don't have this music coming on the whole time. Uh, Jared, let's, let's talk, uh, upcoming releases. Yes. We have momentum by Rick Austin broke and 200 pieces only for velocity pass holders. 
coming out at some point this week or maybe next week. It says see you in a week. That was seven days ago. So uh, I need to check and see exactly what the details are. Oh, sorry. It is today. That My apologies. Uh, it is today. It's a Dutch auction that starts at 10 Ether. It gets down to two, uh, I think actually 0.4 Ether, something along those lines. Um, and Rick is actually not a generative artist, but he's created 200 unique one-of-ones that have a generative element to this. Let me see if I can find some images of this. But uh, while I'm doing that, what do you think about this one, Jared? I'm super stoked for this. I love Rick's work. Um, and I didn't even know this, but when we were on the spaces for James, it came up that he was, uh, you know, he's been close to James for some time for like color and whatnot. So overall, man, uh, I just always, I think it's cool that the artist community rallies around uh, each other. I think for this specifically, I love the outputs. I'm a little bit sad that it's only for the the velocity holders, but say lovey, it is what it is um absolutely love the work yeah and it looks like it's going right now as we were filming some people have have minted some i mean look at the outputs these are just they're stunning like the colors it almost has an iridescent look with the ribbons i mean i I fell in love with uh what what he released on on the proof grails and it's just i think overall it's just a it's a very beautiful piece Really, yeah, really nice. And this flow state was a unique, uh, sorry, an addition of a thousand that was airdropped to all the pass holders. So you see a, a little bit of, well, basically a tiny bit of secondary action there. Um, well, and there'll be more of these uh, Velocity series coming out. The next one's with Perk Work, and then there's one with Snowfro. So that'll be pretty cool to see. Um, another exciting upcoming drop. Uh, I'll do this one quickly. A uh, flourish by Sterling Crispin comes out in seven days. This is an art blocks presents, but what I liked about it, Sterling is a really thoughtful guy, uh, and really thoughtful artist, but I like the symbolism and the, the symbols that are generated here in this. So I thought that was cool. It felt a little bit unique. So interested to see how that goes, uh, August 30th at 1 PM Eastern. And I'll throw it over to you, Jared, for Heart Plus Craft, the next yeah. Snowfall release. This is, I, I listened to the spaces yesterday with Jordan, uh, the Art Blocks engine and Snowfro and, and some others. And I just, I was really wanted to highlight this uh, because I think it's an exciting thing. A, if you're an Art Blocks holder and then there's a laundry list of of other holders, then, then you get a free mint, which I think is amazing and very inclusive. Obviously being an inclusive edition. Uh, I just, I love the marriage between the the physical component i think so i was reading a tweet yesterday about how somebody got early access to the 3d printing instructions and created it just the the overall intent behind it the it's an attractive price point personally i'm going to mint a bunch of them and start gifting them to um to friends and family so i just think it's a really really cool uh concept and and i had dinner with jordan monday night and we got to talk about it just uh, on a one-on-one basis. And it was just really cool to hear his perspective and and the the admiration for Snow and what he's trying to do. So overall, in my opinion, Snowfro is continually pushing the, the boundaries of this and just something I'm very, very uh, excited for. That being said, I don't think there's going to be much returns if you're looking at it as a financial play. I look at this as just a, an opportunity to onboard more people. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think anyone should buy this thinking they'll make money on it, uh, especially at a you know $16 mint price. Um, and I think that it's exactly what Snowfall talked about. He wanted a really low cost mint. 
And people are not worried about supply. As soon as there's some supply on there, then people start speculating on price and something where there's a physical component. You mentioned this on our interview and uh, it looks like he's executing on that with this project. So that's really cool to see. Uh, and I, I'm excited to see how it goes. Although I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm just looking at the different, there's different color palettes, there's signature colors, there's different sizes. I, I could see some rarities emerging and then people uh, at least trying to make money on some of those. And, and, and that's what, you know, this is a longer conversation about if these large supply mints end up having some kind of a financial speculative value, but uh, for, for another time, perhaps a, a Twitter spaces, because we know I got to get you out of here. So let's, run through real quick um juan rodriguez garcia an artist you wanted to highlight i want to highlight this artist uh, i've been really fascinated and enamored with some of the the test outputs coming through uh or test pieces would have been dribbling out i i just think you know full disclosure i hold a lot of reflejos but i mean you see this on screen right now i mean the the flow or the colorations i mean just i think it's absolutely mind-blowing that there hasn't been more attention to to one but at the end of the day i think it's beautiful art uh and for those who are interested there's still attractive price points for for some of his work so you know hop on his twitter you see it under on screen here underscore one rg92 and you know just take peruse through it and and i'm really looking forward to whatever the upcoming art is quite honestly absolutely likewise he's got a real knack for color and mixing them in interesting ways uh, the last artist to highlight is Snowfro. Uh, we mention him all the time, sometimes in the context of him as being an artist, but I wanted to just point him out as an artist. He has two long-form gen art projects, obviously Chromie Squiggle, then also 100 Untitled Spaces from Bright Moments. And then he has an addition with Proof. I think there's about 50 of those. But in the next couple months, he's got two projects coming out. The one we just mentioned, released today, Heart Plus Craft, and then another one that'll be coming out with the uh, Red Bull Racing series. So really interested to see how that goes. Um, uh, but, you know, remember, he's an artist too. So wanted to just make that note on Snowfro. Yes. All right. Well, that's it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Jared, I'll get you out of here. Appreciate you. Great to have you back. And for anyone listening, please give us a like, give us a follow, um, reach out to us, let us know what you think. It's really helpful to get your feedback and let us know more of what you want. As yeah, a, please, please mm -hmm. share feedback, right? We're really open to it. We're always looking to improve and iterate to, to bring more value to the listenership. So please don't be bashful. We're very open to any sort of feedback. Appreciate all of you. It's great to be back, P. Uh, love connecting with the audience. So thank you so much for allowing me uh, this opportunity. Feels good to be back. For sure, man. Great to have you back. And uh, I'll, I'll get you out of here so you get to your next meeting. For everybody listening, we appreciate you. And uh, we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning into Collector's Corner. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you like this episode and want to help us out, please subscribe and leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on YouTube. Please also follow us on Twitter for announcements as we expand to other social and content platforms. Our Twitter handle is at collectors underscore XYZ. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have, so please comment or reach out. We're always striving to be more useful and get better so we can help you in your collecting journey. Thank you.
The Collector's Corner team and their guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.